ready to go courageously and live victoriously as you move forward into the life God has prepared for you. Welcome to the Past to Power show with your hosts, Amy Elaine Martinez and Latan Roland Murphy, two friends, both devoted wives and moms who have a passion for Jesus and huge hearts for the broken. Amy Elaine is an inspirational speaker, author, and Bible teacher. Latan is an award-winning author, sought-after speaker, and Bible teacher, too. Get ready for some real talk about real life and answers to how you can move beyond your past to live in God's power today. Now, here's your hosts, Amy Elaine and Latan. Hey, everybody. I'm Amy Elaine. And I'm Latan Roland Murphy. Thanks for joining us for Pass to Power. We're excited to have you with us today, and we have an exciting interview for you. One of the things that we like to talk about always on the show is helping you to go courageously and live victoriously. And we have an exciting interview for you today with Janelle Rarden. She wrote a book called Stronger Every Day, Nine Tools for an Emotionally Healthy You, and the cover is just gorgeous. Welcome to the show, Janelle. (laughs) Oh, thank you so much. I know I love the cover. I'm so happy with it. It's a beauty. Let me tell you guys just a little bit about Janelle. She's a friend of Latan's, and we're excited to have her with us today. She is a board-certified life coach, adjunct professor, and award-winning author who loves nothing more than helping family systems become emotionally healthy, happy, and whole, and we love that. In her private practice, the Heartlift Practice, she specializes in trauma-informed, attachment-based, faith-infused modalities. She and her husband of more than 35 years have three grown children and live in Virginia. So welcome. We're so glad to have you, and I think Latan is just going to jump right into your book and ask us some questions. (laughs) Oh, it's such an honor to have you here, girl. We're so excited. And, you know, as you know, Amy Elaine and I, uh, the previous show was uh, Real Victory Radio. And recently we changed it to Past to Power. And our listeners are really responding to this new show name. And we're excited about that. And we felt like on page 138 of your book... It really ties in with the heart of the direction that our show's going in, where you have a section called The Power of Sharing Our Stories. So we're just going to yeah. give you the mic and let you mm. tell the listeners what this little section is about. Well, this section is in the middle of Tool, tool 5. Instead of chapters in Stronger Every Day, I call them tools because obviously they are emotional health and mental fitness tools. And this chapter is all about speaking healing words to your future and how to move through our lives with healthy assertiveness. And so smack dab in the middle is uh, I share a story from my past long, long time ago. And I've held on to this story for, hmm, it's four decades now, actually. February 7th was four decades. And I was a senior in, high, in college, and I was um, a local pageant winner at that time, carrying a title, going to the state pageant. I had a lot of public, pub, public life going on my senior year in college, and I ended up thinking that I was pregnant. And that just, whew, you know, that wasn't an easy, an easy walk. 
And so what I write about in this chapter about the power of sharing our story is that when we open, let me say it this way, when we open the you know, the closet door and we allow these skeletons that have been hiding there for years and years and years, we allow them out, we invite them to come sit with us with grace surrounding all of it, that it relinquishes the power that shame might have in our life. And dear friends, I don't want any of us to allow shame to keep us locked locked up anymore because there is such great power in us using our voice and sharing our story. There's freedom waiting for us on the other side of that. So Amy Elaine and Latan, you know, this whole chapter is dedicated to every woman and man, but particularly women who have allowed such things to keep them from walking on their path to power. And that's so true. We just can't have that anymore. (laughs) We just can't have it. So I think that's what our conversation today is about. Like, how can we take away the sting of shame or take away the sting of these debilitating things that have held us back and been obstacles, right? Big boulders on that path to our power. So this chapter is all about owning your power, understanding your voice, and sharing that beautiful story. And there's a section on page 140 that even just the header grabbed me by the juggler and pulled me in closer. And it's that it reads gobsmacked at God's remarkable timing. Will you share some of that portion? Oh, sure. Absolutely. So if you're familiar at all with um, our British friends, they love this word gobsmacked. And so when I was sharing my story about uh, my journey with thinking I was pregnant, um, I will give a spoiler alert. Um, I was not pregnant. And what I came, the conclusion that I came to was a negative test was now my narrative, right? If if that test had come back positive, I'm certain God would have been glorified and I would have moved on. But negative was now a part of my new narrative. And it led me to Christ. That is, that was the defining moment uh, that led me to fall before Christ and receive him. He was wooing me. I know that. And so flash forward uh, three decades, um, I was I got a call on the phone from a young woman that I had been mentoring, and she was in charge of the women ministry and her intervarsity at my, the college that I went to. And she said, uh, we would love to have you uh, come and and share at our first women's conference. And I said, oh, oh, <laughs> I'm not sure I can do that. Let me think about it. Let me pray about it. And so I did. And a little voice that we know is the Holy Spirit said, it's time. Now, I'd never been, I had not been back to that college in over 30 years at that point. The shame was so heavy. The shame blanket was so heavy that I just thought I can't go back for that reason and some other reasons. But I just couldn't go back. And so, you know, I I called her back and I said, yes. 
So I went and I did a beautiful exercise that I call a walk of shame to a walk of grace, where I retraced my steps. Christ went with me. I um, just really received grace and and laid shame to rest uh, during that visit. So when I got home, one of the young ladies called me. I'd given them all my phone number. I don't know what I was thinking, 400 young women, (laughs) but I, I just wanted to help. Well, one of them called me, and it was just days later, and I, I picked up the phone, and she said, Janelle? I said, yes, and she said, um, I, I'm in a tight spot, because that's how I framed it. Uh, I'm in a tight spot like you were, and I think I'm pregnant. You know, this is just 10 years ago. And I said, okay. And so I had the distinct privilege <laughs> of walking with her mm. on the phone and praying with her. That's said, what oh, our okay. past can do. Distinct privileges. Yes. Wow. And she said, um, okay, he's on his way over. We're going to do the pregnancy test together. It had only been one time. She really didn't even know him. So, you know, got good on him that he would come over and do that and that they did it together. And I said, okay, so I'm going to hang up. I'm going to pray and you come back. You call me when it's all when you when you find out. So about an hour later, she calls, weeping, weeping, and she says, "Well, now negative is part of my narrative, and I will never be the same." Mm-hmm. And it was just it was such a privilege, and also to be able to clothe her in this beautiful newfound strength and dignity, and grace, swaddle her in grace. You know, I didn't have that. I didn't have anyone that swaddled me in that grace other Mm. than Christ, praise God himself and the Holy Spirit. But it was a beautiful privilege to be able to now call back to her and call her forward. And if I can, I'd love to read, if you would allow me, this beautiful, beautiful little quote by David White. He's an Irish poet. Absolutely. And it's about regret. And I think it really frames this beautifully. We'd love to hear it. Okay. Regret is a short, evocative, and achingly beautiful word, an elegy to lost possibilities. To admit regret is to understand we are fallible, that there are powers in the world beyond us, fully experienced. Regret turns our eyes attentive and alert to a future possibly lived better than our past. Oh wow. <laughs> and who was oh, that again? Just, that is from an Irish poet. He he gave me permission to use this David White. He's he's brilliant. And I just can't find any better way to frame this part of the journey where we move from shame to grace. And, you know, it's not regret in the sense of it being a negative. It's positive because now we have an opportunity to live our future better than our past. And that's what I was able to offer this beautiful young woman. Now go live a better future, which is what I believe Jesus did when he said, go and sin no more. I believe he was saying, now go (laughs) and live a better future. 
Yes, that's I what so, I what love that. That's so beautiful. I had a similar experience uh, two years ago where I was asked to come back and speak at my alma mater in Oklahoma, and I had a lot of shame that I had to overcome to, and I had overcome it, but then it was like all fresh and new because I was going back to this place where so many things had happened, and it was a really hard like it was just a fresh renewing though of the miracle that God had done in my life and to go back and share part of that and to say I never believed I would be standing here on this side of the mic coming back and talking mm-hmm. to the people at my uh Southern Baptist College and well, it was it was so freeing and so remarkable and so sweet and kind of God to allow me to, like you said, you have that walk of shame and turned into a walk of grace Mm -hmm. and to Mm -hmm. say Mm -hmm. that there's a scripture that talks about there'll be no smell of fire on you. Mm -hmm. Uh, Shadrach, Meshach, like there's no, there's Mm -hmm. no smell of fire on you because you have been so removed from your sin and the miracle that God does in our lives when we allow him to. And there's a story in that same chapter that Latan was reading from earlier on page 141 that talks about uh, a scene from Game of Thrones, which I'm going to have to say I've never watched, but I don't watch TV, so that's okay. Okay. (laughs) Can you talk a little bit about that? Because I think it's really powerful. We'd love to have you share that. Yeah. So I was working on this this particular uh, part of the book when I was uh, editing and writing. And I really was not going to go down this lane of shame. It was nowhere in my, my thoughts or proposal at all. And I just felt that nudge and God's like, yep, yep, yep. You got to do it. Got to do it. So I'm in the middle of doing that. And my phone rings again and it's a friend of mine. And she says, Oh my goodness, you have got to watch this little video because I'd been talking to her about my struggle with writing about this shame piece. And so she's got to go. So she made me hang up and I, I went and watched one minute and 47 seconds later, I was on the floor weeping and just gobsmacked. <laughs> utterly astonished at what I had just witnessed, because I hadn't watched this uh, series, The Game of Thrones. And so it took me to an excerpt of season five's finale. So if you want to watch, you can just specifically go to season five's finale. You will not understand anything around it, but you will know what we're talking about. One of the lead characters, her name was Cersei. I think you say it, Cersei Lannister. And she was forced to take this punishing penance of a walk of shame. I immediately did research after this. This was a huge practice back in the early 16th, 17th century. Um, They did shaming parades. It was a medieval ancient practice. Horrific. You were put on display, literally. Yeah. Horribly. Like the Scarlet Letter, but worse. Yeah. There was even something called the Scold's Bridal, where women who who nagged or grumbled or... um, actually dared to rebuke a man would be put in this metal gaggle. Oh, dear God. So I watched this and I saw her graphically being um, shamed. Kind of found out later she wasn't a good person, but even so, you know, doesn't matter. What was most alarming was this woman behind her who was 
a, a Catholic nun dressed in Catholic nun, you know, habit. I grew up Catholic, so it really rang a bell, which is <laughs> unintended here. So she's behind her with this huge bell in her hand, and she's harshly, with evil intent, just dripping from her lips, saying one word. And I couldn't understand it. She's ringing the spell, and she's saying this one word over and over and over again. And I bet you can guess what that word was. Shame. 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 I rewinded it. I rewinded it. I, I couldn't hear it clearly and then I got it and I screamed I really did I gasped I screamed I called my friend back I was like what shame 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 I was just I let me I'll say it again I was gobsmacked because that's exactly what it feels like and another brilliant theologian and psychiatrist neuropsychiatrist that I love Dr. Kurt Thompson and he wrote the soul of shame he writes that we all have a shame attendant. We all have this shame attendant like that woman who's walking behind her with the yes. the bell and ringing it. That is powerful. Tell us the name of that book again by Dr. Kurt Thompson. The Soul of Shame. Wow. Mm-hmm. And he's brilliant. I just uh, can't cannot tell you to listen to him enough. But we all have these shame attendants, and we know where, you know, who their leader is. And mm-hmm. I like to call him liar in this book. And he loves to, to do that. But the front, you know, the truth of the matter is <laughs> we now have a God who offers us grace, lavish grace. And so we don't have those shame attendants following us anymore. And that, that to me, is the greatest freedom and gift that I could could have been offered then and I'm offered now. Janelle, I love that picture. And when I'm you're talking about having that shame attendant, the the liar that we all deal with, the more beautiful picture that I saw there was that Jesus sings over us and he walks behind us mm. and in front of us and beside us in all of life through every circumstance, mm. every hard trial, through everything yeah. from our past through our, to our future, mm. walking us all the way home to see him face to face one day. And he is crying mm-hmm. out with a much louder bell yeah. of truth. Saying saved, yes, and saying saved, and grace, and mercy, and love, and and forgiveness, and reconciliation, and and yes, that we are stronger, that we can be stronger every day because of He who lives in us. Yes, that is a powerful picture, and I really believe that the listeners are going to walk away with that Mm. in their mind today of having God walk behind them to really declare who they are, not who they've been, but who they are and how he sees them, that they really can be stronger every day because of who is in us. That is so beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing that. Janelle, one of the things that you do is, I mean, you do therapy and everything. And is there like a short, um, we don't have a lot of time left, but just a short Mm -hmm. minute of affirmation or I don't know what, you know, your therapies are like, but that you could just encourage us with, because we would love to hear that. Just some things that we can say over ourselves or, you know, just, I don't know. Yeah, because we kind of started, you guys, for the listeners to know this, we started in the middle of Janelle's book and we did that on purpose because we want you to go back now that we've 
we've tweaked, our, you know, hopefully piqued your interest and read the beginning to the end of her book because it's so powerful. And that's Stronger Every Day, Nine Tools for an Emotionally Healthy You by Janelle Rayardon. So if there's something that you could encourage us with, and we have just a little bit of time left in the show, and then we'll pray and uh, finish up the show. Absolutely. I would love more than anything to just, um, I'm trying to find it in the book. Um, If you give me just a second, I'm just going to do it from memory. I call it the shame shake off. So I would just like to, to, can I pray? Yes. Yes. We would love you to. Yeah. So father, you are a God who not only walks behind us, you are sending just a parade of worshipers before us. I see timbrels and dancing, Miriam's leading the way. I see flags that are just just beautifully swaying in the wind of the Holy Spirit. I say to liar, to Satan, this is why you want to shut us up with shame. This is why, because you know, you know the power, the power of grace. You know that when we are healed and we really experience the power of God's love and and grace and forgiveness, you know that that is just going to bring forth a grace parade. I love that. (laughs) And as we move through our days, our homes, the hallways of our homes, when we move through the grocery stores and our schools and all of these places in our spheres of influence, We are going to be walking (laughs) on paths to power. And that's a power that nothing, nothing can stop. And so I pray for each and every one of us and every listener that they would go ahead and put their hand on the doorknob of any closet where they have shoved in skeletons of shame. And they would let them out and let them sit down and say, hello, We're going to meet grace today, Mm -hmm. and I will, I declare, will be stronger every day by the power of God this year in Jesus' name. Amen. Wow. Wow. That's beautiful. Thank you for being with us today. I think Latan has one thing she wants to wrap up with, and then we'll close out the show. Thank you for being with us. It was beautiful. That's an honor. What an anointed prayer I was ministered to, even with the visuals Mm. of the parade, the grace parade. Oh my goodness. We can hang on that. Can't you see that? We can hang on that all day, you guys. And so um, in closing, Janelle, there's a section on page 142 where you talk about a Jesus encounter changes everything. And that's basically what you just prayed. Is there anything else real quickly that you would want to say to the listeners about that? Just take some time, my friend, to, uh, you know, this is a journey that, Um, oftentimes, you know, healing doesn't happen in isolation. Uh, So we need each other. And it is a day and time where we need to put aside anything that interferes with us being shoulder to shoulder, heart to heart, hand in hand, such as comparison, envy, jealousy, any of those things that have kept us from walking on our path to power. Today is the day. So, we're all here, Latan, Amy, Elaine, and myself. Please visit our website. Please visit and get to know us and let us help you if you need it. 
hopefully there are women or people around you, but it doesn't happen alone. You don't need to be alone. We're here and God is here. Beautiful. Ah. That is a perfect, perfect ending. That is Janelle Rarden, and you can connect with her at J-A-N-E-L-L. R-A-R-D-O-N dot com. Janelle Rarden dot com. And y'all go grab her book, Stronger Every Day, because as I always say, you are stronger than you know. And we want you to go (laughs) courageously and live victoriously and share your stories because our past is power in the hands of an almighty God. So thank you for making past to power part of your day. We want you to connect with us and you can go back and listen to any of the previous episodes on SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, and YouTube. And we are excited to connect with you, help you learn how to share your story because your story could be the key to someone's freedom. I hear that all the time. Mm -hmm. And we just want to thank you for being with us today and making Past to Power part of your day. We hope you were encouraged by today's episode of Past to Power with Amy Elaine Martinez and Latan Roland Murphy. Go to amyelaine.com to find out more about Amy's ministry, including her book, Becoming a Victory Girl. And go to latanmurphy.com to learn more about her award-winning book, Courageous Women of the Bible, and her ministry. Past to Power is a listener-supported ministry outreach. We depend on your prayers and donations. Check out the Victory Movement for ways you can partner with us to reach listeners with the power to to go courageously and live in victory. Please join us again Saturdays at 6 a.m. and 4 p.m. for Past to Power. 94.7 FM, The Word.